Hi, my name's Amanda Trout and welcome to Reality Arts Podcast. Each week I will bring you a different insight and inspiration about art, creativity and arts in health. Join me as we step out of our comfort zones, unwrap those hidden gems and move forward in our creative purpose. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents. Well, hello and welcome. Welcome to Creation Faith. It's Amanda, your host here. Thank you for joining me. If this is your first time here, welcome, welcome. We are so pleased to have you. So Creation Faith is all about developing your creative practice, creating despite how you feel, because you don't have to feel a particular way to create. And the very act of being creative is a very is very healing and it will turn about any funky mood that you may have if you do something but don't ever not you know say oh I don't feel like creating and don't do anything because that's a slippery road to um, then saying to yourself oh I've got writer's block artist block creative block um, and then before you know it six months have passed and then you're looking at your supplies and you're feeling resentful and you know it's a slippery slope downwards so every week we share a word and I share a bit about the word you get to think about the word and go off and do something creative so today the word is helpful dun 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 helpful so Generally speaking, I, when I talk about our creativity and being an artist, I, I usually come from the standpoint that um, when we look at our work, when we see art and when we are creating, there is something that happens to the viewer, to the person doing the art, that is quite an amazing thing that you don't get from any other thing. So you can be, um, you can, you can, you know, go to a museum or a gallery and you can look around the gallery and be drawn to certain pieces of work. And it can, and when you think about the emotion that it um, brings out in you, is there anything else that, that brings out that kind of emotion in you? You know, so you, I've, I've heard of people, not seen it, but I've heard of people, you know, bursting into tears on seeing a piece being just struck dumb because they just don't have the words to express how they feel. Or to have talked about how they've been healed of particular things. Um, and these are usually uh, the textile work, fabric quilts, uh, quilts um, that people have either put on their bed or put on, to hang on the wall, that they have felt something change in, in their lives and it wasn't like that before I had this piece of work in there, in, in my presence or came across it. So I think as artists we, we, we have to also look at the good that our work is doing. Now, you may not be at that point 
as an artist and it and it's and it's for those artists who you know you've been working that you see that you see yourself that you see your art and your creativity that it it's it has more value than just being a pretty picture or a sculpture sitting there that there is a role and a purpose for the particular piece of art and the person that purchases it will experience something. You're not necessarily saying what they're going to experience, but they're going to experience something which will be edifying. And so I say for myself that, you know, um, all the art that we create has an energy running through it. And it has to, because, you know, if you think about when you're, you're sitting there, you're creating the piece, you're working on it, you're, um, and you come to the point where you're finished and you sit back and you think, oh, wow, yeah, you know, you put your all into it. So there has to be some transfer of energy from yourself to the piece and through the materials and your intentions as you were making it, like, you know, you wanted to create the best piece that you, that you can make. You, you're putting all of your years of experience, knowledge and understanding into it. And so I, I, started, I started thinking about that a few years back and thinking that, um, well, actually it's quite a few, it started, it, actually it started even before I, knew about it because what happened to me is that I was doing my art and I wanted to get into a gallery but um, I'd done exhibitions before but I didn't have a gallery I didn't have an agent and I thought that's what you know was the natural progression then my mum started to display signs of having dementia and then it was um, confirmed. Um, they do this memory test and, I mean, she was, you know, it's like odd behaving. You just like, at the back of my mind, I thought, oh, I hope it's not, I hope it's just, you know, you know my dad had passed a few years and I just, I, I hope it's just, you know, something that we didn't want to think about it. and. So they do this uh, memory test and they ask you, they ask you, one of the things I remember them asking was, you have six words and then you have to remember the order. Or they tell you something at the beginning and then at the end they're going to ask you it and you're supposed to see if you remember. Um, they ask you who the president is or the prime minister. Um, ask you a whole, a whole load of little questions, memory questions, you know. Um, um, <laughs> I can't even remember all the questions that they asked. I just remember sitting there thinking, why are they asking that? But um, so this told them that, yeah, mum had um, had early stages dementia. So as time went on, she went into a, um, started going to a daycare centre. We realised that, you know, well, she was spending time at home and, you know, we were working and, she was on her own for usually the whole week. Um, and so started going to, going to a daycare centre. But I felt that, you know, she was going to the daycare centre and come back complaining. And it was just like, oh my gosh. Um, 
this is awful. This is like, um, you know, daycare centres at the time were like, you know, we, we, we heard reports in the news of homes and how you get, you know, really unfit staff who were looking after vulnerable people and abusing them. And so it was just like, this better not be going on there. So I, um, anyway, the, 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 this is not the story about that, but the long and short of it is, I asked, my motivation was I wanted to keep an eye on mum, but I asked the, um, the manager if she was interested in art workshops. And then she was just like, oh yeah, yeah. And then it took me, it took me six months before she then came back to me and said, are you still interested in doing it? And I was just like, yeah. So that started my three year jaunt, um, not three year jaunt, but a three year working with the elderly living with dementia. And I ran art workshops, um, weekly art workshops. But it wasn't, it wasn't what I wanted to do, but it was what I needed to do that makes sense because I think if I hadn't have been doing that I would have been lost in terms of my direction and I would have been jumping from one thing to the next but what it did was show me the impact that art the arts have on our health and well-being it showed me that every week those six people that attended my sessions for three hours they were just like taken away where things were normal. They were taken away from the stigma of having dementia to where everything was normal. And they could sit and chat and we laughed and we listened to music and they did art and you know, nothing was wrong. There was no, oh, this is wrong. You drew that outside the line or whatever. It was whatever you feel like doing. I mean, I had a theme each week but I had a theme because the, the brief that I'd been given was that each week they had to come out with something finished and it was just like, oh my gosh. So the way I did it was there was a monthly theme that each week you would come out with something complete, but by the end of the month, it all fit together to create this one piece. It could be, they could be seen individually, weekly, or together monthly. Um, as a single piece and that really um, helped me approach things differently in terms of my art and yeah I saw how how much it helped people how much they came alive you know they with their long-term memory still intact they were able you know they were talking about how they used to work and you know what they did and one lady was a designer for Margaret Thatcher. Um, um, one lady worked as a, on the railway. One was a PA for a really important person. Um, and there, was, there were so many interesting stories that came out of, that, that, that they were able to share. And it was just such an amazing time that, you know, it just, it really totally changed the way, the direction I, I saw that my art was gonna go in. It was just like, I, if you know that what you do can help people, 
what you enjoy doing because I love creating. If you know that it can help people, why wouldn't you do, why wouldn't you do so? You know, if you knew that you could help somebody, why wouldn't you? And, and so it was just like, I just had to answer the call. It was just like, this wasn't what I would have chosen, um, but I didn't realize how much value that I could share, that I could give through what I was doing, but that I was really rewarded, rewarded um, by it when I did it. It was just like, it's, a, it's amazing. And so whenever I, I create now, it's just like, well, and sometimes I have to remind myself, like, again, if you're not feeling off, that's why I have to develop all these little things. So if you're not feeling like creating, you do something that is creative, but you do something else. If you don't feel like creating a picture or painting or, you know, I don't know throw in some clay down, then you go and do something else and, and allow your other senses to be inspired and then come back. Um, you know, and obviously you have the, well, I need to pay my bills. Um, so you have to work that out, but you have to carve out the, that space for yourself. And yeah, you have to look at what is the impact of what I'm doing because you know, sometimes, sometimes where we can make a negative impact by not following your true calling. And you might say to yourself, well, I don't even know what that is. I don't even know what my true calling is. It's like, well, what are you inspired by? What do you feel led to? What do you feel drawn to? Um, oh, I don't know. Okay, so um, what have you got in your space at the moment that you could do? Okay, do that. Think about how you're feeling as you're doing that. I think the, the, the thing that we spend a lot of time not doing is thinking about how we're feeling because we numb that. We're, we feel that we're not supposed to feel a particular way. We're supposed to just go where the wind blows you. But you have to know how you feel about a particular thing. You have to be able to judge, well, okay, I'm feeling this way but it's not because of the circumstances now, it's because something happened 10 years ago or when I was a kid and somebody said something and that triggered a thought or a feeling in me and so I'm feeling this way. So sometimes your feelings are not representative of your current situation, but a trigger from the past that isn't even, you know, you may have misread the situation or You've, you've actually come to terms with the situation, but you still replay it because you left the broken fragment in your mental filing cabinet. So see your work as of value. See what you do is of value. When you start seeing the value in what you do, you will see it in a different way entirely. And I think that's where you, um, see some of the paths that you need to go down, some of the supplies that you may need to work with, you know. Um, and there's, there's nothing wrong with, say, you know, um, experimenting. So sometimes you, you don't need to hear a clap of thunder and the clouds open up and a voice saying, 
go and use some oil pastels. You don't need to hear that, but if you're feeling it and you think, oh, I wonder what they look like, you know, how, what, how, they, how they are. You can, you could try, you don't, you know, you don't have to be um, over the top, for want of a better word. But there's no harm in trying. Don't go out and get a whole hundred set of, you know, sometimes it's, you just want to try. So I would say to people, you know, get four or five colours and experiment with that and then you will know as you're using it, you give yourself a bit of time, you'll fall in love with it like that was me and pastels. So I brought all these pastels um, and I wasn't, I wasn't too... Um, word I didn't really give them a chance and it wasn't until I decided to I had five different types of pastels uh, a set of 36 short that those those were the most um, the most uh, of one brand that I had and then the others were like six of one five of one um, and uh, so it wasn't until I decided to do, I decided to do a 100 day challenge where I would do 100 pastel paintings. And the first week, first, so the first seven days, it was just like, oh gosh, because me and pastels were just like, I don't like the dust on my fingers, my fingers feel dirty, I don't like it, it's too messy. But, oh my gosh, after the second week, it was just like, oh my goodness, I love working with pastels. Um, I haven't, I haven't really done much since then. It was a while ago, but it was just like, yeah, I think I'm gonna. Ooh, I fancy picking them up as well now. Um, but it was just like, once I really gave myself a chance, it was just like I was just in love with them. I love. I'm still a bit, you know, I don't like the mess on my fingers, and so I use a brush to blend and stuff. But um, yeah, so think about. The word, helpful. Do you see your art being, you know, a, a, a catalyst for change? Do you see ways in which you can help others using your art and creativity? Is it, you know, are you teaching? Can you um, share your techniques or, you know, just share your work? That could be helpful because that could make somebody's day. So, as I said, I hope you found that helpful and I'd love to see visually how you interpret um, this episode and stay in touch. So take care for now and I will definitely see you soon. You're listening to Reality Arts, helping you to increase your creativity and unlock your hidden talents.